Hello, everyone. This is Tommy at World of War Comics. Our next guest is an amazing writer-creator. His name is Marcus Jardine. Um, he is the comic creator of a new comic that currently has a Kickstarter. You can find all the information um, in the, the links that will be provided in the comment section um, in the info section of our videos. Um, so please check them out. Please support them. The comic book is called Toussaint. Um, and it is an incredible comic book. Um, it has history. It has vampires. It has all kinds of really cool stuff. Takes place in um, New Orleans. Um, the comic is actually called The Battle of New Orleans. So if you go to Kickstarter and look up The Battle of New Orleans, you will find this Kickstarter. Um, please back it. A lot of other creators are backing this project because we really believe in it. And we think that this uh, comic is a winner. The art is incredible. The story is awesome. And Marcus is an amazing guy. Um, so without further ado, here's our interview. But before we get into the interview, please give us a like. Make sure you subscribe to the channel um, for all the great interview content that we're giving you from comic book creators, writers, and artists. All right, everyone, have a great one and uh, enjoy. Well, hello, everyone. We have another amazing guest today. We have Marcus Jardine. Marcus, great to have you. Can't wait to talk about your new comic, uh, Toussaint. I'll let you kind of share the rest of it, but uh, man, I'm super excited to have you on. Thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you, Tom. I'm, I'm very happy to be here for, for the invitation and to be able to uh, you know, spread the word out about my comic book that, yeah. that's live on, on Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah, it's live right now. So we're going to talk about the Kickstarter. You got 21 days left, so there's plenty of time for people to jump in. I think you're at about $1,800, so we have a little bit of a gap. So hopefully we could help uh, close that a little bit. We're going to get the message out there. The art looks incredible. The story is amazing. So uh we're going to jump right in, man. Let's talk about all of that. But first, I think uh, people want to get to know you a little bit better, Marcus. So maybe uh, I know we talked a little bit before we hit record about uh, your history and comics, but I think that's really important to talk about. Maybe kind of tell us how you came into comic books to begin with. Yeah, so so basically, um, I, I am I have a history degree back in college. You know, I, I study history and. Primarily, I focus on Afro-Brazilian history, and you know the, the the Haitian Revolution has such a big impact throughout the world that that it influenced you know diverse you know people and, and all over Latin America and the world. So when when I was doing my 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 research, you know there was a big rebellion in, in Brazil called the Mali Revolt, mm. and which was inspired by the Haitian Revolution. And that sparked my interest. And then, you know, I, I, I came to learn more about Haiti and, and, the, rev and, and the revolution. Yeah. And jumping forward, <laughs> jumping ahead, you know, I went on to do my master's in social work. And then during the time the pandemic came. Yeah. And then during the pandemic, it was, it was a very difficult time. Yeah. Uh, uh, for me, for everybody, you know, and I was like, I always, since I'm a kid, I always like storytelling. Yeah, you know, I kind of put that aside to focus in, in in school, you know, and things like that, and, and whatever else was going on outside. But with the pandemic, yeah, you know, being alone had its benefits, you know, because I got to think more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then it just came to me you know, like, maybe I should pursue my, 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 
my passion for st- telling stories. Yeah. You know? And and then I was like, at first I was like, how am I going to do this? Yeah. You know? I was like, am I going to r- write a book, you know, or am I going to go into movies? I don't really have a film background. <laughs> and then for some reason, comic book just came to me. I was like, that's kind of kind of like something in between. You know? <laughs> sure. Stuff. Um, and then I just rediscovered my, you know, my passion. When I was when I was young, I used to really like. Uh, um, well, it's not very known here in 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 the U.S. Originally, I'm from Brazil. Um, there was a very famous uh, comic book there called uh, Monica's Gang. Mm. Yeah, it's like a little children's comic. I used to uh, really like uh, uh, Prince Prince Valent. Okay. I don't, I don't know if you if you if you know this one and then uh, oh yeah yeah i started rediscovering and you know i'm like and then i saw you know i started like oh let me get into comics i started reading i I read like uh uh, spider-man issue one (laughs) you know and but you know like i still have that that history background and one of the things one of the things i know as somebody who loves history is that most people do not share that interest yeah yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> unless something sparks that interest exactly yeah so then i'm like oh, then maybe i can you know do a fun story yeah and introduce history at the same time you know what i'm saying so then i was like i really love haiti i love the haitian history and culture yeah so I'm about haiti and then it just came to me it's like you know it's like i incorporate the spirit of creativity during the pandemic <laughs> that i was like why don't i do a story about vampires taking over new orleans to <laughs> saint of the tour yeah the, the leader of the haitian revolution uh you know is brought back to life and 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 and, and leads this revolution and you know and it's supposed to be a very fun comic you know lots of uh, battle scenes and um but also introducing Haitian uh, 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 aspects of Haitian history and culture. Yeah. You know, hopefully will spark people to read about it and learn more about it. And, uh, you know, there are lots of uh, good books or comic books even um, about, you know, Haitian history and culture. And, um, yeah, I really, I, I really want to be, to be able to, you know, be part of a movement that helps uh, portray Haiti in a, in a very positive and in, in a positive way that they deserve. Because um, usually in the media, it's always something negative, and um, you know, I mean, of course, you know, like every country ha- has its issues, but Absolutely. I think also learn about the good things and what they've done in the world. I mean, they're the first country to abolish slavery and. The first black republic that's no small deal you know they beat the the french uh uh and um in, in the napoleon era mm-hmm. and also the british and spanish empires wow. for you know that's that's not no small um achievement and i think that they deserve uh credit for that haitians haitians are smart they they know their history but the thing is other people they need to know more yeah, especially like you said, the the revolutions that it sparked after that, right? And you were mentioning earlier how Brazil, right, was uh, watching 
And there was a huge encouragement, uh, even in Brazil, right? In the mm-hmm. same way. So I, maybe talk a little bit about that from a historical standpoint of what, what that meant in Haiti, that revolution to other uh, Central and South American countries. Yes. So like I said, uh, uh, Haiti was the first uh, um, uh, first country to abolish slavery and mm-hmm. uh, abolish uh, uh, and became the first black republic. Yeah. And they that that sparked, you know, like tell you, uh, first it was the American Revolution. Then, you know, that was the Haitian Revolution. So the Haitian Revolution was among the first in the Americas. Mm. So in the independence and the Haitian Revolution. Because it was a, a, a revolution led by by enslaved people mm-hmm. had a very huge impact, you know, especially among people who found themselves in the same situation, you sure. know, as enslaved um, Africans and, and their descendants. And mm-hmm. Brazil, Brazil, uh, in fact, is the has the biggest black population after Nigeria. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you look at the history um, in the transatlantic transatlantic slave slave trade, mm-hmm. the majority uh, went to Brazil. You know, a, a good portion. So, you know, in Brazilian ex- aspect, I you know there was the a big revolt. I believe, yeah, it was the the biggest uh, uh, slave urban slave revolt in in the Americas. It was in uh, in Salvador Bahia. Which is the African capital of Brazil? Mm-hmm. You know, studies uh, show that uh, by by respectable historians that they were inspired by the Haitian Revolution. They found like a like a necklaces like with a you know with a with Haiti uh, you know like a you know like a you know, drawing you know like a, for inspiration and um, I think awesome. it's interesting, but. But even 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 more than that, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the historical figure Simon Bolivar. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. People it's don't know. Or you go to South America and there's statues of him everywhere. In fact, uh, I go to Peru quite often, and they have a uh, Plaza San Martin, and then right over they have Bolivar, and yeah, it's incredible. I mean, yeah, if you go to South America, you know who he is because he's everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, or even here in the United States, like uh, uh, yeah. here in New York, they have some statues. I saw some uh, in Washington. I haven't been to California yet. That's one of my goals one day. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you come, man, you got a spot here, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. Man. So, um, so yeah, many people don't know that the, uh, Haiti uh, supported uh, Simon Bolivar, mm. like gave arms and uh, uh, stuff. He was there uh, in exile and. Uh, and if you look at the um, the flag of Venezuela, uh, Colombia, and uh, Ecuador, for example, you see it's like a, a first it's like a, a yellow, mm-hmm. and then it's like red, uh, red and blue. That was inspired by the by the Haitian flag, which is red and blue. That's awesome. So many people don't know that you know that that was this uh, connection, you know, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ecuador, Colombia, and Venezuela used to be one country called uh, Grand Colombia, mm-hmm. but then they split up. But they still kept the, the you know the the colors. Of the flag, I guess, yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah, so it's a, uh, it's something that really uh, you know had a very uh, big impact in the world, and uh, I think that it's you know a lot of people 
nowadays forgot about that. Like I said, in the media is always something negative, but it would be nice to have like some kind of recognition. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. And you could definitely tell your passion for uh, history, Marcus. I, I love it, man, because it's that passion, right, is the driving factor for uh, your comic. Um, yeah. So, you know, you you have this history. You got your uh, your degree, your master's degree in history. Um, yeah. You love the hate. Oh, oh, please, please. Uh, the, the, the master's degree. So I'm a person with like multiple. No, it's okay. I'm a person with multiple, multiple, uh, 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 uh interest so i have a history yeah, of college. <laughs> and then my master's i did in social work and now i'm in comics <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure that makes 100 percent sense uh marcus but i love it man i love it <laughs> so i yeah. so we get into like the pandemic time frame right and uh here you you have a lot of time to think <clears throat> you you decide like you take that passion for history and then you create this story and you decide, you know, what a comic book would be the right, um, like the right foundation to be able to build this story upon and to gain some interest of readers. Like, how did that all come together that you thought, okay, comic is the right way to do this? Yeah. So, you know, like, it's like I said, like, there are already history books out there. There are many great history books. Yeah. Yeah. But nobody's really reading them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a library somewhere, Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> so, and like I said, I really like film, but I'm not in the film industry. Right. So, right. I'm, you know, like, I don't know. It's, 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 like, it's like I said, I just incorporated the spirit of creativity and comics just came in. And then I started, like, thinking, how do I make a comic book? I started looking on YouTube, how to write a script. And I'm like, let me give this a try, right? And then I'm, I started, like, writing. I'm like, oh, I'm actually enjoying this. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I actually got this, blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, so I, I and I keep perfecting it, you know, um, and I'm still, you know, of course I'm still learning. It's always a learning experience for everybody. Yeah. And then one of the things that really made me pursue it, because back then um, I was doing more as, I was writing the script more as a hobby. Yeah. In a way, I was writing the story, but I didn't think I would share it to the world. Mm -hmm. I, th I thought it was just going to be something for myself, really. Yeah. But then I showed a, 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 my script to somebody who's into comics. And then he gave me like a huge compliment, which honestly, I don't think I deserve, but I take it anyways. And he was I like, take it. He, and he was like, oh, you remind me of uh, Neil Gaiman and Frank Miller. <laughs> and I'm like, those are big names, man. Yeah, to be honest, I was like, "That's awesome." To be honest, I didn't like. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't know them when really? I heard them. I was like, you "No, know, like, you know, it was a rediscover passion that I have." I was like, years, you know, just doing all the things. You know, I think, I think it's important to know that you know. I know that there are people who sometimes expect, like, oh. You know, you should be <clears throat> expect me to be into into comics since like day one that I was born or something. I read every every issue, but I don't see nothing wrong. As you know, as you get older and time progresses, you find new passions. You know, yes. there are people out there who who look for something that you know that that they really enjoy doing, and then they they only find it like 
in their late 20s or in their 30s, 40s, or even like in their 60s or 70s. Every, every, everybody, you know, every, there's a timing, there's a timing for everybody, you know. Mm -hmm. So I went and I actually got myself the comic book from uh, Neil Gaiman and uh, Frank Miller. I got the Sandman uh, by Neil Gaiman and Frank Miller. I got Batman one. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is a huge of a comp, uh, 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 compliment. I'm like, these guys are amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Neil specifically, he has like this, there's this one page in the, in the Sandman mm -hmm. uh, comic that I read. I'm like, that's my favorite page of all time. I'm like, I'm so, I was so fascinated how he put the words together. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, I was so impressed. I was like, this is the most beautiful thing and you know and the artwork is is great i think artwork in comics is is great it captures it captures a, a reader's attention um yeah. i read you know i have your comic you know i i i, I backed your kickstart as well i really like the the story there. the art was it is amazing and um you know i think the comics is so great honestly Nah, it's a lot of fun, man. And I'm glad that you found the passion. There is uh, all kinds of room uh, for a historian, social worker, comic book <laughs> writer that has a passion for Haitian history. Man. <laughs> I love it, man. It's so unique. And uh, like you said, these stories are extremely important um, in history. And, you know, what's the best way to uh, get as many people, especially younger um, people, um, to learn about that history, man, put it in comic book form. And I, and I love it. And if you go to the Kickstarter and you look at the artwork, man, the artwork is incredible. So it's a, uh, it's a very high quality uh, um, comic book that you're putting together. Marcus, you should be very proud. Maybe we could really quickly talk about the team, right? So we have uh, MP Legros. Um, can you give us a little bit about uh, her and what she meant to the development of the story and the history? Yes. So my 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 editor, N.P. Legros, she's a Haitian American. Mm -hmm. And this is somebody that I know personally. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when I when I start when I came up with this uh, with this idea, I approached to, uh, I approached her about it and she. Um, and we came to, to, to an agreement, you know, she and, and she's very proud of her Haitian background. Yeah. And she's like. She was like, "Wow, this is a a a good way to put you know Haitian history out there, you know, at least spark the interest of people." And so we teamed up, and and she, you know, she became my editor. She 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 did. She was uh, fundamental because she, um, you know, not only did she added my, I have plenty of like spelling mistakes, <laughs> which she added, but happens, she went in depth into make sure that I'm getting the history right, the cultural aspect, because even though I did, like, you know, I did like, well, I'm not an expert in Haitian history, right. I, but some, you know, there are people who know a lot more than me. Sure, right. Sure. But even though like in the books, it doesn't talk much about it. You know, I haven't like about the, 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 the you know, the culture, like, you know, the, the food and, 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 and all these things. So, you know, she brought a lot of that into to really like enrich the story, and she was she has been a very um a very very good um partner uh to 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 help me you know make make the story, and and make it uh, legit something that 
you know, Haitians uh, can be proud of, you know, they'll know that it's, it's legit. You know, I made sure everything that I, everything that I wrote, I always pass on to her and make sure that, she, you know, she, if she doesn't like something, I always change. Yeah. yeah. You know, I always left, I always left the final, the final word to her in order to honor what she does for me and her, you know, because, and her, you know, her, her Haitian background, you know, and so, yes, yeah, so I'm very happy that she's on board with me. It, it means a lot. That's awesome. And then maybe we could talk about your, your artist, uh, Gabrielle. Yeah, so, so it's uh, interesting because he has the same uh, uh, last name as me, Jardine. Yeah, yeah. And so I think he might be like some kind of distant cousin <laughs> in Brazil, you know. <laughs> <laughs> originally, he's uh, from, originally I'm from Rio de Janeiro, which is in uh, like in the south, uh, southeast. And he's in uh, all the way in the northeast in the, in the Paraíba state. Uh, okay. I came across him because, uh, you know, when I when I want to make a, a comic, I, I started studying artists, right? Yeah. And I want I wanted to get an artist that know what you know who who is talented and knows how to draw black characters. Yeah. So something that was important for my my editor and I because you know it's it's good to have proper representation. Absolutely. And from what I see um, on his uh, on his uh, Instagram page, he does he does a very you know like very good you know uh, artwork rep you know representing people of color. Yeah. In Brazil, and so I hit him up and I told him about the story and he got interested. It's his first time um, uh, working in a comic for you know that's published in the United States. So he's very happy before he did, uh, he did a uh, suffer in Brazil and, uh, and I believe in India as well. He did a comic for India and this is like his, uh, his, his first appearance in, uh, in, in the American, you know, seeing the, the USA. So he's very excited to be on board. I'm, I'm even more excited to have him with me and we both have the, la the same, <laughs> name so <laughs> brothers yeah. from the other side of the country huh <laughs> the joke yeah you know what's funny uh my bro you know my brother his name is also gabriel jardine <laughs> <laughs> man, it was meant to be man it was meant to be yeah. like the universe aligns you know <laughs> yeah i mean brazilian has some of the best uh artists in comics right now you have jorge menes who does batman catwoman um, check him out. It's probably one of the best artists in all of comics right now. He's up yeah. there, oh, man. But yeah, Brazil pumps out some amazing artists. Incredible. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, I can uh, uh, spark spark the you know the movement to have Brazilian writers as well. You know, I think Absolutely. that that yeah. could be out there. Brazilians have a very good story to tell, so they just need we we just need an opportunity, really. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's so cool. Well, I'm glad that you found a really good artist. Um, um, like I said, if you go to the Kickstarter and you look um, at the Kickstarter, you'll see several pages and several covers as examples. And it looks so good. So vibrant. Um, I can't wait to read it, Marcus. I can't wait to read it. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool, man. So the, the Kickstarter started. Uh, so it's a 30 day Kickstarter. We have 21 days left, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, 21 days. 
21 days, man. And uh, so we just want to help get the word out there. Everyone who's listening, please check it out. They could, um, if you go into Kickstarter, you just have to search uh, to Saint, right? Yeah, uh, it's to Saint of Vitor, the yep. Battle of Orleans. But you can just put um, the Battle of New Orleans and, and, and it, sh- it should show up. Yeah, yeah. No, it's awesome. Or it can be a little complicated uh, name for those who are not familiar, but uh, there's the Battle of the New Orleans part. So that's, uh, you can find it there. And it's an action slash horror comic book. And you can find it, and you can find everything that you got uh, the page samples, you got the character designs, you know, you have uh, the, the, you know, the, t- the whole team there and, and their, and their bios. And yeah, it's, um, I think it's on, you know, I believe it's something that people will, will really enjoy reading. You know, it's a very uh, fun, exciting comic uh, uh, with uh, action scenes and uh, vampires and it can get gory sometimes. And I made sure to portray uh, New Orleans in a, in a very uh, good way too. Um, I use a, a lot of uh, the French Quarter. There are scenes in the French Quarter where, where there's uh, vampires playing jazz and, and eating <laughs> drinking their blood, you know, <laughs> instead of, instead of drinking alcohol, people yeah. in, listen, you know, listen jazz and drinking you know, a beer or something. It's uh vampires drinking blood and, and playing <laughs> as, you know, so it's, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a very, uh, it's very, it, it, people will like it. They get it. I guarantee this is my first comic book, my first Kickstarter campaign ever, yeah. but you know, like I put, we, the team and I put uh, a lot of uh, hard work. Um, I, I worked with uh, for, for my special cover with a Marvel and DC artist, Yavel yeah. uh, Guichet, which was a Haitian American um, uh, comic book artist. Uh, and he's been working with DC and Marvel since the 90s. He did uh, things like Batman, Black Panther, um, Black, you know, Superman, Black Lightning, and, and many more. And um, and Chris Summers, the uh, the colorist for, for the special cover, um, also you know done a, a, a you know important works out there. Very nice guy, and um, I'm very happy. I was so black, you know. I I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. Um, yeah, I, I approached Yavel, right, and I approached him as a fan, you know, because his his artwork is amazing. If you if you look at him, I tell everybody like please follow him and give him the recognition that he deserves. He's an amazing artist. And, you know, I didn't expect, you know, because I'm a newcomer. He's somebody with so much, you know, um, experience, so man. much experience. I didn't think he would give me the time of day, to be honest. But I was like, let me talk to him and see. And then he, he got curious and, he, you know, I started talking to him about the story and, and my motives, you know, in history and my personal life uh, in relation to Haiti. And then uh, he gave me a chance and he, uh, he, he, he took his time to make like a very, very nice cover, honestly. Like, and it was the first time cause you know, and even though he has this big experience in comics, it was the first time that he's finally been able to draw to a sign of a tour. And this is always, this is something that he always wanted but never been given the chance to, you know, so. I'm very happy to that he gave me a chance. Not a lot of people give you a chance like that in life. And um and I'm very happy to be able to 
give him the gift of drawing to son in the cover, fighting <laughs> back. Also, it's uh, I mean, comics is a uh, you know, I'm, I'm you know, like uh, more important than making com, you know, than that the making comics itself is is the relations that I'm building with people, um, with my team, having you know, a talk with some, you know, really cool dudes like you, you know, these are things that. I never thought, you know, would be possible. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm meeting people from all over the country and the world, you know, like you're from California, I'm here in New York. Um, you know, my team, I have team from Brazil. Um, um, I told you my, my, my artist, my artist, uh, Gabriel, he's a, he's in the Northeast and the colorist. She's in a, another state more like by the, by the West. <laughs> also, it's like, and, and, you know, it's just, you know, it's, I, I love it how it brings people together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely does, man. And, and the stories do too, right? And I think a lot of people want to uh, read really uh, interesting stories and unique stories. And uh, I, I, that's why I love indie comics. Um, you know, you have the DC and the Marvel, which I obviously love, man. I collect a lot of their stuff. I read their comics. But, you know, they're they're very limited on where they could go with certain stories because they have this long history of canon that they have to hold to. Right. So you're not going to see Daredevil all of a sudden, you know, flying in outer space. At least I don't think so. I mean, he could. It's still a comic. Right. But they have this history of who Daredevil is. And you're not going to change that. Right. It's just not going to make sense. And I think a lot of Daredevil fans don't want it changed because they like who that character is. But then you come to the independent side of comic books. And then you get something like yourself, right? I, that doesn't fit in a DC or Marvel. My comic doesn't fit in DC and Marvel, right? It's just That's just not how it works. But you have this whole world of independent comics where it's wide open. And actually, there's a desire for stories like yours because they just don't exist. So I, that's why I love independent comics. That's why I love having independent comic creators come on because they have some amazing stories that you're just not going to hear anywhere else. And uh, when you put it all together with an amazing artist and storyline and all that good stuff, man. All of a sudden, yeah, man, I, I can't wait to read this. It sounds amazing. Um, so maybe we could talk without, I don't want to give anything away um, in the comic because you, we want people to go to the Kickstarter and support it. Um, but maybe just very small, um, give us a little bit of a top line of what the exact story takes place. And I think it's written already in your um, Kickstarter. Um, and so maybe we just kind of stick to that so we don't give, you know, anything away so that people are surprised when they pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, a man, I'll try to not to give spoilers. Me personally, I like spoilers, but I know like, no, no, it's up to you. It's your comic, my friend. Marcus, it's your comic, <laughs> no. man. But, uh, we don't want to give like the punchline to the whole comic yeah. away. Let's make them buy it. Right. Yeah. So basically a man with a trouble pass, let's just keep it like that. Right. He makes a pact with Dracula's spirit, thinking that he he can use Dracula's power yeah. to do good, you know, to bring law and order to New Orleans, you know, and as a, as a, a sorry, as the series progresses, uh -huh. We're gonna learn more about him, and 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 it's gonna make people uh, uh, examine how you know certain policies can have negative uh, impacts on 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 individuals and communities. Yeah, yeah. So, keeping at that, <laughs> so 
he incorporates Dracula's spirit and becomes Dracula himself. Um, I really like this character because, again, uh, people that you know, people love vampire stories, but you don't see a lot of uh, black vampire characters, you know. So I wanted to to you know give like a, you know show something diverse. I, I feel like like you say, like in the in the independent comic uh, world, you, you get to bring new stories, you know, not you don't they can same. You know, so anyways, he goes and, and 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 starts, you know, biting people and turning them into vampires. Eventually, he conquers New Orleans. So during the day, uh, mercenaries patrol, you know, human mercenaries patrol in order to 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 gain, you know, uh, uh, protection from from the vampires. And but and in the nighttime. Uh, uh, at nighttime, the the vampires come out and and they have a feast, you know, on on human blood and and all that stuff. And yeah, so New Orleans isn't so people are oppressed and 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 you know things are really dark. And but then a a voodoo priestess named Madame Marie, she performs a ritual that brings to Saint Louverture back from the spirit world and with the mission to lead the revolution <laughs> so <laughs> so he comes in and then you know right away he, he already starts uh, fighting vampires and 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 then you know as time progress you know as time progresses in issue one he gets to meet the other revolutionaries because there is already a revolution going on they're just on the losing side and so son is able, you know, uh, fights alongside them. And this is very important because of his leadership. And he's also given like extra strength because vampires have, uh, uh, you know, uh, more, it has, a, a, you know, they're a lot stronger than a regular person. So a regular person cannot fight them one-on-one -on -one in combat. So son can beat them like a whole bunch of them all at once, <laughs> you know, kick them and then they fly away. And, and then he, um, yeah, then he starts gaining the trust, and and no, and then as the other issues progress, we're gonna we're gonna look more into the the character of Dracula, what made him uh, uh, do what he did, you know, make make the pact with Dracula's spirit, and we're gonna start, you know, digging further into Haitian history, and um, and there's gonna be a lot, you know, there's a revolution, human, so there's gonna be tensions and drama among the characters you know there's gonna be a whole lot of uh and new characters will be coming up i just haven't shared them yet um because they'll be coming up in the next issues and um yeah this is meant to be a mini series uh like a boy issue so it's gonna be lots of uh battles uh vampires um and history and um and drama <laughs> between the characters uh People are really gonna, you know, it's a story that I, I, I'm confident that when you read it, you're gonna enjoy it. The issue one has a very, uh, I made it purposely to have like a big impact, yeah. like, like a big state. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Well, it sounds amazing, Marcus. Um, I love the storyline. And uh, yeah, some of the characters, maybe we could talk a little bit about that. So uh, 
is Michael, Diego, some of those, are those the mis, uh, mercenaries that are uh, in the show? No. Okay. no, these are the revolutionaries. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> I already mentioned Toussaint. I already mentioned uh, Madame Marie. Yeah. Before the revolutionaries, I just want to say a quick thing about Madame Marie. Sure. It's, uh, you know, voodoo, uh, when I ever see uh, stories about voodoo, it's always like something like, spooky and and evil uh, so i want to like sh show it through a different perspective because yeah. uh, i mean there's a time and place for everything my thing is when the, the narrative is like too repetitive you know so you know people are not aware but you know voodoo when, when they're uh with the rituals you know people wear like white or colorful clothes they dance you know it's uh and the Haitian Revolution actually started uh, first with a with a voodoo um, uh, ceremony that sparked the, the 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 Haitian Revolution. So, so I'm bringing kind of that into this story where this person named Madame Marie she 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 does the voodoo ritual and brings the sign. She's gonna be a very interesting character because her power. Her, her spiritual connection with the spirit world, um, with the spirit world, and, and her powers are going to increase throughout the story. So, nice. yeah. So people are people are really gonna be very uh, impressed with what they see. You know, she become, and then there are the revolutionaries: is Emily, Michael, Diego, and Cameron. So, Emily is. She's a Haitian American in her twenties, and she's the main leader of the revolution. She she gained the um the respect of the revolutionaries through her leadership and bravery. Yeah. So she she has a very big impact in the revolution because what she says are the followers, you know. So it's gonna be an interesting relation because uh, if Tosan can gain her trust most likely the other revolutionaries will begin to trust him too, you know, because you have to understand, imagine you're in a, you're a regular person chilling in New Orleans and then all of a sudden vampires take over <laughs> and now somebody back from the dead and, <laughs> from the, and then he's wearing like a, a, you know, like, like an 18th century clothing and <laughs> you're going to be like, what's what going on? Oh, man. <laughs> who can, who can I really trust him? Is he really, with, uh, with us or or is he just another you know uh super you know natural thing going on and then and yeah and then there's michael and michael is her boyfriend uh for a couple of years and uh he's uh they are the college sweethearts and he's uh her, her right hand man he's very you know protective in a good way um he's running to to, to you know to fight and protect it to no matter what you know they both have a very good uh relation with each other uh they you know all these characters were forced to be in the situation they all had like pretty normal lives and you know they had to rise up to the occasion sure and then there's diego um he is of a hispanic background and uh he has a scars in his face you know which he pr wears proudly uh you know because it shows his bravery and 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 then there's cameron i you know cameron is 
proud to be from New Orleans. He has like a, the tattoo of the New Orleans symbol on, on his uh, arm. I made, I made sure to, to put that there to give a shout out to New Orleans, you know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah Diego and Cameron are, are, are more like a minor characters. The big ones really is Toussaint, uh, Toussaint um, uh, Madame Marie, uh-huh. uh, Emily, and Michael in some aspect. Well. That's why, you know, I have the I have this really cool cover uh, drawn by 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 Gabriel and which he called as well, which is like a sword. So I have this cover, <laughs> yes, yeah. drawn by Gabriel, which has a you know like Tosan holding a sword, uh-huh. and so one half is is uh, Madame Marie, and then and then Michael and Emily you know holding their weapons. And then on the on the other half of Tosan's face, it's our Dracula, <laughs> you know, with the with the clothing and stuff, and like vampires with blood and, and things like that, you know. So you can tell from the from that cover yeah. who the who the main characters are: Tosan, uh, uh, Emily, Michael, Madame Marie, the Voodoo Priestess, and and Dracula. Yeah. The other vampires are random vampires you aren't <laughs> they aren't uh uh anyone is specific in that cover nice man oh it sounds awesome i did see that cover as i was going through the kickstarter so uh, <clears throat> i would say get over to kickstarter look up the battle for new orleans and then uh check out the, you got all examples of covers you have examples of pages you also have pages that kind of go into detail like you just did on the characters um you get to meet actually the team um, that you work with to put this book together. Um, so there's pictures and a little bio for each one. I mean, you did a really good job setting up the Kickstarter, you and your team. And man, you could find any information that you need on that Kickstarter. It's very well detailed. And uh, man, it looks awesome. I cannot wait to get it. Thank when you. And uh, when do you think it'll go into print and ready to, to ship once the Kickstarter is done? Yeah, so uh, digital, because the, the comic book is pretty much complete. Yeah. Um, so uh, digitally, um, we're just finishing up the last uh, uh, few pages of lettering, but that's going to be complete like by Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. And yeah. 21 days left. So so, so digitally, September. Okay. I have September, you know, so to, to send it to people. Yeah. And then for shipping, I have a set up deadline for November, but... Okay. Keep in mind, I'm putting these days just to be on the safe side. Yeah, yeah. Don't, you know, like in case there's some kind of delay or whatever. We're not. I don't. Ex- I don't expect any issue. I, I'm. I'm gonna be using um comics uh Wellspring. Oh, they're great. They're awesome. So I don't really expect any issue. And but since this is my, you know, first uh comic book, um, yeah. you know, and 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 I'm learning as I go. I wanted to be on the safe side. And I put it for November, but m- most likely you res- uh, uh, backers will will get there much sooner. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I cannot wait to hold mine in my hand, man. Yeah, thank you. Man. I appreciate it. Yeah, of <laughs> I, course, man. I know you're going to like it. <laughs> I know I will. I know I will. I mean, I think the story is awesome. And, I, you know, I, I enjoy history as well. So I can't wait to learn aspects of history that I haven't been really exposed to. Because, you know, in... Uh, in school in the U.S., right, most of our history is U.S.-based, so we don't get a lot of that uh, 
you do, but it's not in that kind of a detail. And, and so I, I'd rather uh, learn it in uh, your comic than anywhere else, my friend. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, many interesting history out there. I remember, you know, like uh, in junior high school, it was, uh, you know, the American history, George Washington to the president. And then in high school is uh, repeated. Uh, they start back from George Washington until until uh, <laughs> the end so I think yeah. it's uh, it's good for people to learn more and uh, even American history too there's a lot that uh, public school doesn't mention so, yeah, so there's a lot of stories out there to kind of jump into and I mean your your story is American history too right in a, in a sense right it's in New Orleans and we're going to learn yeah. a lot about the culture there um, all that good stuff right yeah, like, you know, uh, it's, it's interesting you mentioned that because actually, uh, you know, I chose New Orleans because of the historical and cultural connection it has with Haiti, because yeah. New Orleans was also a French colony. Absolutely. You know, uh, at the same time that Haiti was, you know, there's also voodoo there, Haiti voodoo, New Orleans voodoo. Yeah. Uh, you know, so there's a lot of uh, cultural, in fact, the, the Louisiana Purchase. Yep. Uh, when the United States uh, bought, you know, that land from the French was largely due because the French lost to to the Haitian Revolution. So they had to sell that, you know, they're like, oh, we got to get rid of the Americans and focus on our wars here in Europe, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were running out of money, right? Yeah. <laughs> desire to fight because you start to lose that many, uh, you know, warriors all of a sudden, man, you start to lose interest in what you thought was going to be, a, you know, another uh, portion of their empire that they had at one time. So, I mean, thanks yeah. to the, the Haitian warriors that uh, that won, right? I think that uh, helped a lot of countries get out of that situation. Yeah, and maybe, maybe, or just maybe, yeah, that would be uh, other Haitian heroes, but yeah. I don't know. But people are gonna have to. Uh, uh, <laughs> comic book yeah. help me you know get get the the, the kickstarted uh, uh campaign goal uh funded uh just to let you know the 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 campaign goal is solely to cover for the art yeah you know, and um and and to help with shipping that's yeah. the that's that's the that's all the, what the campaign asks for yeah you know yeah. i have to realize i think people who don't create comics may sometimes not understand or, or or even appreciate how much hard work is put into making comics i know you know this as a comic uh book creator but it's a lot especially high quality uh uh, uh you know comic book with the art and lettering and and, and all that it, it takes uh takes time like like for an artist to draw a page it can take like eight hours a day or more you know like it's it's a lot of uh it's a lot of hard work and and the team and I made sure that that this was gonna be something you know that that people read and and really enjoy and it, when it, you know Haitians when they read it they can be proud of it as well you know I made I made sure we all made sure that it was something like high really high quality for yeah. for people. Now it's I'm glad you mentioned that because I think that's a an unknown for most people that enjoy comic books is really how expensive it is also to uh, produce a comic book, right? Cause you're paying page rates 
And those page rates could be a hundred to five hundred dollars a page, just depending on who the artist is. You got to pay a colorist, you got to pay a letterer, right? <laughs> you still got to put the whole comic book together. You got to go to a place like a comic wellspring, and you have to figure out how many comics you're gonna have to purchase, right? And then that's just the beginning, right? If you really want to be successful and have a long-term career in it, you got to go to comic cons or places where comic um, fans are at. That way, you can get exposure. You got to go on podcasts to talk about your comic book, right? It's there's a whole marketing <laughs> side to it too to let people know, look, hey, we're out here and we have a quality comic that we think you should read. And so, yeah, it gets pretty expensive. Uh, trust me, my wife tells me how expensive my hobby is all the time, and you don't make much money out of it. So it's it's really got to be a passion for you, right? A passion in history, a passion for comic books, um, and a passion to telling stories because it's not going to make you rich. I can tell you that, at least not at the beginning, man. Only a few people like cross that bridge to, to really start making a career out of it. It's really difficult to do. So it's got to be driven by other passions, um, to yeah. be quite honest. Yeah, that, that's what's really about is, is, is the passion. So to do it and um, spread, you know, your stories to the world and, you know, for, for people to, to have, you know, yeah. somebody, you never know, like somebody, out there you know in the world you know might be feeling uh, uh a bit down depressed or something and then they they come across your comic and they read it and they, and they have a a good time you know and they, and they and and you know they forget about some of the troubles of, in in life you know like you can have that you know you can have that kind of impact yeah, like if you look you know, look at what what Stanley done with all those superheroes. You know, and inspired so many people around the world. You know, and and indie creators too. With 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 uh, you know, you know, with the stories that, that that we create. It's just you know, it's inspiring, honestly. Absolutely, absolutely, and uh, I don't know. I, I feel like there's a lot of room for a lot of more stories to come too. So I think you're uh, you're in the right space, my friend. We're glad that you enjoy comics. So I, I can't wait to read it. Yeah, I have many, I have other stories too, you know, but yeah. this is the beginning. Yeah. We just got to win the lottery so we can tell them all, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have some really cool ones planned out, you know, but I want, I, I felt like this one was, it was a, a, a good, uh, uh, because it was the, you know, an important message to, to, to put out there. It addresses, because like I said, not only is a, a fun comic to read, but it addresses things about Haitian history and culture, um, policies uh, that that can affect how it affects uh, communities, individuals, yeah. and even um, uh, you know international affairs. How some you know some policies, international policies, could have affected other countries, such as Haiti. You know so. You know, these things are, are good to know about, you know, like, I feel like life, you know, is always good to learn something new every day, you know, so <laughs> you got to, you know, push yourself to learn as much as possible. You know, it's amazing to learn and, and what's, and there's nothing, in my opinion, nothing greater to learn while having a blast, you know, seeing fires <laughs> getting killed and, and yeah. drinking blood and, and playing <laughs> and I love that. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's so, awesome, Marcus. Uh, I'm so happy for you. I'm glad that uh, the story is done. You're just waiting on a little bit of lettering. That's got to be a good feeling to know that you're at the very end. You can see the finish line. 
because it, it's a little stressful, right? As you're going through the process. Yeah, it took months to complete it. And then Kickstarter, uh, it's like a full, uh, like r- running a crowdfunding p- campaign is like a full time job yeah. for me because first one is make it double. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, anxiety can kick in and, and, and that, like the first week, uh, uh, it was like, I think the hardest one. Now we're like coming to this, you know, like we, we just started the second week and uh, I'm starting to, you know, stay a bit bit more chill you know exactly exactly but days uh, it was a uh, it was pretty intense <laughs> like you know because you that you have like a mental uh warfare in your you know so it's, it's yeah. Yeah. well so, in kickstarter world 21 days is a long time um but it will go fast so uh i think uh hopefully anybody that listens to this goes to kickstarter right away and takes a look at it and yeah, you should be back in this. It's it's awesome, man. Yeah, thank you, bro. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course, Marcus. Well, Marcus, is there anything else that you want to leave us with before we say goodbye? I don't. I just want to uh, thank you for for the opportunity. Absolutely. So, this is my very first podcast ever. Oh, nice, <laughs> man. I'm glad that it was with me, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad so too because you know I was a bit nervous coming into this. You know, I'm not like yeah like uh talking on camera and uh, I'm, I'm i'm pretty much a private person uh, uh in general but i realized that in comics you have to ex- expose yourself to some to some degree yeah, you yeah. know to get your comics out there so i i appreciate the opportunity i appreciate it was with you because uh you made this uh very very uh you know very chill and, and a good experience for me i'm glad and, I'm glad and yeah thanks and to tell people uh you know check out my 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 comic again so saying over tour the battle for new orleans is now live on kickstarter 20 21 days left um there are there are variant co- uh, uh there are covers uh, uh and then variant covers yeah. uh one of them being from marvel and dc artists uh yavel gishen and, and, and chris summers and i uh, there's also amazing posters um i got three posters there if people want that i have um i have i have the uh in digital and black and white as well option if people want that um and there is a there are there are options of becoming a, a background character if people want to be you know in the background either as a rebel or a vampire <laughs> That's awesome. throughout the series and even get your own uh personalized uh, uh drawing next to Toussaint and uh and the revolutionaries by Gabriel Jardine. Nice man. That's yeah it. people really like these rewards. So check it out please. Yeah, Support make data here. Yeah yeah and then we'll put all your social um also um when we uh share this as well Marcus that way people can start following you too because if you follow you'll learn a lot more too over the next 21 days. So a lot of reasons to back the project and I, I think it's going to be good man yes and and yeah and and that would really help people follow me because uh i noticed that there's uh something a bit off i i spoke to all the creators there's a bit something off with the with the algorithm lately and i noticed that ever since uh instagram started with that with this threads thing yeah uh, yeah like my stuff is not reaching people like it used to yeah. you know and right when i launched my kickstarter campaign 
So it's been very difficult to, I'm going to start distributing flyers at this point. I, I'm printing out flyers and uh, my, my letterer, she's also my uh, graphic designer. Yeah. Uh, and I help you set up some flyers and I'm going to go around the city distributing because uh, it's been very hard for, to, to reach people. Yeah, I would definitely go to Midtown Comics and uh, see if you can't leave some flyers there. I think they I have they have several locations. I've been to a couple of them when I travel and uh, they're awesome comic book stores. I mean, it's it's the best comic book store in New York for sure. Um, and they have a few of them. I think they have four or five if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, absolutely go into there. And you never know. I mean, there's there's a few comic creators in New York. I'm sure that uh, Midtown is real supportive of the indie comic creators and hopefully they could also pick up your book and carry it in store too. Um, that would be awesome. Oh, that would be, that would be great. I, I, I definitely plan on, uh, you ever been to the Times Square location one? Yeah. Yeah. We go all the way upstairs and it's two story and yeah, they yeah. got one of the largest uh, graphic novel um, sections I've ever seen, man. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's an incredible store, and not only and then there's the comics, and then when when you go to their second floor, you can you have a view of the you know of, of Times Square as well. Oh like, yeah, the glass windows, you know. So no, that's so awesome, man. I love going to every time I go there. I have to go to Midtown, man. I love the, I love that comic store, man. And they got everything. Yeah. They got toys. They got everything. Imagine, man. Back issues. It's huge. It is huge. And if they don't have it, they can order it because they got their hands on everything. Yeah, that's why um, there's also another one by because uh, I live in Brooklyn. There's a called a St. Mark's uh, comic. I don't know if that, but yeah, but they've been around for some time, but they they used to be in St. Mark's Manhattan, but then they 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 moved out, out here to Brooklyn. I don't oh. know the reason. I imagine it's because of rent. <laughs> but I don't know. It's expensive. <laughs> Even yeah. to get a hotel there, it's expensive. <laughs> yeah new york is expensive uh california too is uh, oh sure yeah you get to la or san francisco area it gets pretty expensive that's high high rent district for sure yeah, yeah. so so it makes it um you know extra difficult for indie creators you know live in these cities where yeah. <laughs> it's pricey to live and you know i graduated not too long ago and so i'm still um you know starting out you know with my career outside of comics so it's uh, i'm pretty much newcomer to everything in comics <laughs> <laughs> you know career outside of comics so. yeah that's yeah. awesome well we're glad you're in comics marcus i'm glad that i've gotten to meet with you i know we've gone back and forth quite a bit i was at the comic-con this week so I'm a little all over the place right now mentally, but I appreciate your flexibility on jumping on today because, uh, you know, although we've gone back and forth, this is our first time meeting and uh, I hope it's the first of many. You're welcome on the show anytime and I'll certainly blast this all over social media. We want to see you hit your goal so that we can get that, uh, that complete series of that story, that first arc of the story. We want to be able to read all of it. Yes. And just one final message, if you yeah, don't yeah, mind. Of course. of course, Marcus. Yeah. Guys, also, please check out this comic right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, this is an awesome, awesome. You see, like, just, just a simple page, okay? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> see, like, the, the, the art. 
It's amazing. I really love. I really like the star, I, I, and I appreciate the stickers. I really like the stickers. <laughs> no problem, Marcus. I have plenty of stickers, my friend. Uh, thank you so much, Marcus. I appreciate you doing that, man. But this is all about Marcus, man. This is all about the Battle of New Orleans. I appreciate <laughs> it, man. I want to see you succeed on that Kickstarter. And man, if there's anything else we could do for you, um, especially over the next 21 days, let us know. And and we're here for you, man. And we'll make sure we tag some of the other amazing indie creators. So hopefully they could share it as well. We all know how stressful a Kickstarter could be, right? Because, you know, unlike Indiegogo, where, you know, you get whatever people purchase on Kickstarter, right? You have a goal. You got to hit that goal to get anything, man. So um, there's plenty of time, but I, you know, I've done this before and it gets really stressful that last week, man, especially if you haven't surpassed your goal yet. So, yeah. And, and, and to, to my backers, cause you know, some people are, are, are asking, you know, about this, uh, you yeah. know, kick collects your pledge only like when the campaign is done, my campaign ends on, on August 13th. Yep. So, so you can, you can back the project now, uh, select your reward. And you don't you don't have to worry because you will not be charged right away. And don't worry, it's not a monthly payment. It's just once. Yeah. Well, can't <laughs> no, I'm glad you mentioned that. That is important. Yeah. Backing doesn't mean you bought anything. That just means you're making a commitment that if you hit the goal, you're willing to purchase one, right? Um, yeah. It's a real relationship between the creator and the purchaser, the fan, right? Like I'm willing to invest in you, but you also got to sell yourself, right, in order to reach the goal, which as a creator is very stressful, but that's just the, the way Kickstarter works. And, you know, that's, it's the number one platform for comic creators by far. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's where, that's where indie comics, um, it, it managed to, you know, you know, stay alive in a way because, because without Kickstarter, because like we said, you know, the, the work, the pricing to make, uh, you know, a comic book, um, Unless you're like rich, like a millionaire or something, <laughs> you don't really care. <laughs> but, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Often that's not the case. <laughs> yeah, most of the time it's not. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, like uh, I want at one point when I was you know finding out about comics and 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 stuff, I was like, damn, you know, like it's it's pretty, you know, pretty expensive. But I was like, I thought to myself, you know, like not you know not always rich people have the best stories you know like so, <laughs> you, you know so i figure out, i'm gonna go ahead and, and do this because you know yeah i mean that, I that's think. what indie comics and kickstarter has provided right it's it's not just the you know major publishers that you have to go through to tell your story now anyone can tell their story um and kickstarter provides the avenue for you to be able to tell that story by throwing it out there to see who else is interested to hear that story. And uh, I think this is amazing um, story to be told. I think I love the aspect that there is some reality, right? Some historical facts that are interwoven with this, um, this world that's been created of Dracula and vampires and all that good stuff. Right. And I, I think that's really cool, man, to be able to get some historical education on an amazing culture that probably isn't talked about enough based upon their revolution sparking so many others um, to be able to put all that together in a graphic novel to where you got uh, vampires drinking blood, playing jazz and all this other stuff. Yet you could walk away going, man, I really learned something. And uh, there's a newfound respect 
for the people of Haitia, for the people of New Orleans and all that good stuff. I, it doesn't happen anywhere else in comics except for uh, indie comics. And that's why I said, man, there's just so many stories to be told. And to your point, you and I wouldn't have this opportunity unless Kickstarter was there because it is quite expensive. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, right on, Mr. Marcus. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, we'll put all the information um, in our links to be able to, uh, you know, find out everything they need to find out about the Kickstarter. Also to follow you on all the social media because um, that's where you're going to learn a lot of really good information, especially after a successful Kickstarter and you start to go into issue two. Um, people need to follow you to, to make sure that they understand all the dates and timelines and all that good stuff moving forward. Um, so yeah, Marcus, I really appreciate you, my friend. Thank you for coming on and uh, hope you have a great rest of your Sunday. Yeah, same to you, man. Once again, thank you. I, I really appreciate the opportunity. Like, you know, I, I won't forget it. Thank you. Absolutely, Marcus. Well, have a good one, my friend, and we'll talk soon, okay? All right. Thank you. Take it easy. <laughs>